you know, the hardest part about living with me in the present comes when people seek to drag me back to a past that just passed. <laughs> and it's made harder, not by strangers who think that they know you, but by the people who've journeyed with you long enough to know better. I, I remember arguing with my sister once who looked at me in the heat of the argument and said, look at you, you're nothing. You ain't never been nothing. You ain't never going to be nothing. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know, I know. And you know, the crazy thing was, she said that to 42-year-old me. Now, if she would have said that to 22-year-old me, running the streets of West London Red back in the 80s, I would have been like, yeah, 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 maybe, maybe you got a point there. But 42-year-old me, God, come on now, not him, not him, gosh. He was doing too much, had achieved too much personally, emotionally, academically, relationally, spiritually, and professionally. For her to just look at me and say, you ain't nothing, you ain't never been nothing, you ain't never gonna be nothing. <laughs> but, but what do you do with that? What do you do with that? Seriously, how do you live with the you now when people seek to pull you back to the you then? How, how do you learn to live with you when the memory of a different competing you doesn't want you to do that? Well, let, let me share from my journey. Let me share four things from my journey that I hope will give you some perspective and maybe you can find some type of synergy for your journey and, and dealing and dealing um, and, and handling, <laughs> handling <laughs> these thoughts and, and what I'm sharing with you now. Number one, I've learned to sit in a comfortable discomfort with my past. What do, what do I mean? Well, I, I did things back there that I can't undo. I broke things back there that just can't be fixed. And that's the discomfort. The past is and the past cannot be undone. But what I do and what I can do is resolve in the present, not to bring that past me into my present and future journeys. And for me, that's where I've found the comfort and that's where I've found that comfortable place and what I call my space of comfortable discomfort. Number two, I've learned to separate people's perception of me from my acceptance of me. Because I know I won't always be who you want me to be or, or be who you think I should be. But I am always going to seek to be who I need to be, the empowered person I need to be in every space that I find myself. Number three, I've learned that not knowing gives space for me to receive the gift of knowing. <laughs> that not all the answers to knowing myself is going to come from just knowing me. Because many of the answers that I've found to knowing myself, many of the answers that have come to give me a deeper perception and a deeper understanding and appreciation of myself have come from other people around me and other situations and experiences around me and outside of me also. And number four, I've learned to value 
all my story even the parts that people want to drag me back to because those stories have also contributed to the making of me listen inevitably we are all works in progress you hear me we are all works in progress and works that never arrive at perfection but daily arrive at maturity having learned from our past journeys my sister forgot that in the midst of the argument when she decided to read from chapter 22 of my journey and ignore chapter 42 of my journey learning to live with you happens every time you remember that your history is what it is but your present and future doesn't have to be what your past was Okay, <laughs> let's do the work. I want you to list the things in your life that empower you. And then I want you to begin adding to that list. Then I want you to make an honest list of the things in your life that disempower you. And then begin working at eradicating them one by one. I want you to make a list of the people that have contributed to the making of you. I want you to pinpoint their impact and um, what it was that they did. Then I want you to send them a text or email or a card thanking them for doing so. Number three, I want you to write down the name of someone that you want to contribute positively to the making of. Then I want you to begin mapping out a plan of how you are going to make that happen. Okay, go do the work.